you got to ask yourself, is this actually addressing a root cause issue for me? How is it going to solve my problem? Have I proven first that I need and lack that nutrient or that that nutrient is going to serve a permanent purpose to fix something for me? Hey guys, this is Dr. John Stenberg, and this is the Thrive for the Cause podcast special segment that I title Talk with a Doc, where we get to let you in on some of the behind the scenes conversations that go on between providers. So in this episode, I'll be sharing some content from a conversation that I had with a fellow healthcare provider where we sit down and talk about uh, our views on the healthcare system, our views on health and well-being, uh, some of the details about the services we provide and how we're uniquely positioned to help you optimize your health. So enjoy these tips and tricks. And for additional resources and information, I'll link the contact information of the provider in the show notes so that you've got access to that resource. So thanks for listening to the Thrive for the Cause podcast. This is Talk with a Doc. Today on the podcast, I'm with Jeff Hunter of Upstream Functional Medicine, and we want to just briefly give you an introduction uh, to some things related to gut health, which is you know impactful for overall health, and that has to do with supplementation. Uh, so I want to just introduce Jeff. You know, tell us who you are, where you practice, and then let's get right into uh, some of the reasons about how to know if you should be on a supplement or not. All right, thanks, John. And so uh, I'm a nurse practitioner with 20 years of primary care experience. And uh, in that time, I really had uh, learned the art of prescribing a medication for the right symptom. I just didn't know that's what I was doing. That's what I was taught. And when people started asking me, great, thanks for the thyroid diagnosis and medication, Jeff, but how did I get this problem with my thyroid and how can I fix it? I realized I didn't actually have those answers. I'd look in my textbooks and that wasn't taught <laughs> we were just taught how to prescribe the medication and read the lab for that but uh and, and we thought that was enough at the time we were getting by and it does help people feel better and i it is important to make sure you do have enough thyroid medication if that's the case um you got to have enough thyroid for your body to function correctly but we still need to be asking the right questions of what happened to cause that problem and can we do something about that the answer is truly yes. An important piece for us to be uh, asking ourselves is, you know, if we are doing the same, you know, if we have a symptom and we're doing the same thing with the uh, supplement or a nutrient as we did with the medication, are we, we're just repeating the same mistake. So, you know, if you're reading in the magazine and a list of different symptoms and you check off too many of those boxes, oh no, I've got whatever that problem is, I need to go take whatever the supplement is that they're advertising. You got to ask yourself, is this actually addressing a root cause issue for me? How is it going to solve my problem? Have I proven first that I need and lack that nutrient or that that nutrient is going to serve a permanent purpose to fix something for me? Um, because if all it is, is going to change the, the, your cholesterol number or uh, take away the reality of that symptom for a little while, you're doing the same thing 
as uh, as we've done in the past with medications and prescription medications. And the, and the market is there. There's there's money behind it all. So we're going to see this happen. Um, but we need to be discerning and we need to be thoughtful about it and ask the right questions because I get excited when I read something and I'm like, ooh, that sounds like the best supplement ever. I'm going to get that. And I have to pause and go, wait, do I actually need that thing? <laughs> or am I just chasing after something here? Yeah, I really appreciate that perspective because it's almost as if, you know, quote unquote, things natural are just supposed to be great for everybody all the time. And nothing is, right? What's the saying? It, anything can work for anybody, but not everything works for everybody. And uh, I think in, in the world of, quote, health and wellness, supplementation has become one of these things that's almost like a given, right? You're doing fish oil, you're doing a multi, you're doing this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, it's like anything else. If you're just making generalizations, you know, you can actually harming yourself with things that are natural. So when you say that we need to be asking the right questions around this concept, what what types of questions should folks be asking number 1 and where do they, you know, find answers to those questions because, you know, we all we all know someone who's who had a amazing experience with XYZ supplement or formulation, right? And so if you have a similar experience or symptomatology, you might think, "Well, why wouldn't that work for me?" Uh, so how do folks start to develop a, a construct to make those decisions? And what what are the questions that they should be asking when approaching any type of, you know, chemistry that you're going to try to affect in your body? So good question. Um, you know, and that's a, that could be complex or, but I'll try to keep it in a, in a, in a real easy now, but you know, if you, if you're looking at, if you've got some trained eyes on the situation, and we're looking at someone's clinical presentation, then we're also weaving into that the correct labs. The the labs will tell us. There's labs uh, that we can do now that I wasn't taught in uh, traditional, or I shouldn't call it traditional, but regular regular Western medicine. And, um, and they taught us some sets of labs, but a lot of that was pharmaceutically driven. Um, but there are more types of labs that we can really shed some insight on what's going on in the body we have to use them correctly and interpret them correctly, but they can tell us what the dysfunction is. And the, the trick is for every disease process, if somebody has a thyroid disorder or if somebody has, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, we have somebody uh, that we've just recently treated their rheumatoid arthritis. And, you know, she's in her 40s, is too young to have rheumatoid arthritis. Um, she's, uh, uh, it was in great athletic health and it was, this was really in her life so when we started working with her we ran the right test to find out where the dysfunction was because they're not the same things causing her rheumatoid arthritis as they are for the next person but there are different causes and you have to find which combination of those different causes are going on in that person's life and using the correct labs and, and clinical judgment and then you go fix those things and you can use the supplements or nutraceuticals to target those once you identify what they are. Awesome. I think that that sort of, you know, in a succinct way sort of uh, starts to contextualize that for folks. And we'll, at some point, we're going to have you back and talk more about supplements and nutraceuticals, what the differences are, you know, why there's not good quality things being, you know, sold on the shelves in Costco, for example. And 
you know more about the practice of functional medicine and how we start to think about using you know food and proper supplementation and some of these tools as a way to not just reverse chronic disease but replace dysfunction with proper function and normal function and and stimulate the body's ability to heal itself because that's really if you can hone in on that uh, sort of clinically and philosophically that's where you stand the most in my opinion you know the most room to make an improvement that's going to be lasting like you talked about so appreciate you for that insight and we'll give you a couple more minutes just to close out here and then we'll uh, wrap up until next time so for anybody who wants to know the uh, outcome of this story of the lady with the rheumatoid arthritis, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't, we, we actually tried using some anti-inflammatories to replace steroids and Motrin and Tylenol because, uh, you know, the anti- natural anti-inflammatories are at least good for you. Those weren't strong enough, but we addressed some of the underlying issues for her, uh, in her case, probably related to gut, uh, a lot of it. And uh, once we gain some ground with the gut, then we could use some natural anti-inflammatory type of uh, supplements. And they did work at that point. That's where we're at now. The hope is still to get her. The goal we should be having is she doesn't need any supplements. We've healed her gut. We're done. Now she just does it with lifestyle and she lives healthy. She knows how to do it. And uh, and she doesn't have rheumatoid arthritis anymore. And, And so far, we're back probably three quarters of the way there she's doing a lot better she doesn't have to take steroids anymore she doesn't have swollen hands and feet uh in the morning or the evening anymore like she did before and she's only on you know a a minor you know supplement that's anti-inflammatory at this point with the goal of getting off that's the way we should be thinking yeah that's powerful and at the end of the day real stories is what matters you know we can conceptualize and philosophize about it as much as we want but if it's not working in the lives of real people then you know, it's just another sort of fly-by-night type of therapy and treatment. But um, you know, that's really powerful. And I think what we're what I want to talk to you about in the future is sort of the truth about inflammation, right? It's one of these buzzwords. Everybody's talking about fighting inflammation and, you know, all this kind of stuff and the gut-brain axis and we're talking about... So we're going to get into into the weeds on that a little bit because it, it matters and people are thinking about it, I think, you know, through the lens of misinformation. So we're going to try to dispel some of those myths maybe really give folks real information about how to think about that uh, because what you just said is so true if you if you're not absorbing and assimilating those nutrients and those supplements then it doesn't matter it's an expensive flush right and at the end of the day you might get some residual effect uh, but there are specific parts of the GI system that are supposed to break down and absorb those nutrients along the path and so that's that's really the foundation of anything that you're going to do from there. So we're going to talk about gut health. We're going to talk about inflammation. We're going to talk about more of the practice of functional medicine. You know, but at least for this primer and for this, uh, you know, tidbit about supplementation, I really hope that's valuable for the community to start to understand how should we start to think about these types of things and is, you know, is everything good for everybody? And do I need to just start to throw more natural pills at, at things? And, you know, how do I start to think about that? I think this was really valuable. So... Appreciate you, Jeff. Thanks for taking the time to you know share some of your expertise here, even if briefly, and look forward to having you back to do some more on this topic. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk with a Doc. Hope you enjoyed the content and that you found it valuable. 
If you did, please subscribe to the Thrive for the Cause podcast so that you're aware of updated content as it comes your way. And also share this with someone who you think would benefit. And if you're so inclined, leave a five-star review. I really appreciate it. 